everybody, and welcome to the Download Youth Ministry Podcast. Doug Fields here with Katie the Queen Edwards, junior high pastor, guru extraordinaire, author, speaker, um, wow. lover of all things Nature. junior high. Totally and Josh Griffin, the co-host, who I'm here too. is um, also co-founder of Download Youth Ministry, high school pastor, Cheers. author, speaker, friend. Kind of a big deal. Uh, kind of. Yeah. And the greatest, the greatest human yeah. alive is the special guest. Uh, we couldn't get Jesus, but we got Kathy Fields oh, instead. Kathy, Kathy, welcome. Thanks, you guys. Um, great, great youth worker and amazing human. Great mom, terrific spouse. Humanitarian. Yes. Humanitarian. Yes. That's a good G- one. Yeah. Yes. Happy birthday. We also, do. Which is exciting. September a little different in years, 12th. but just September 12th for everybody who wants to know about Katie yeah. and I's birthday. While you're here, just share your social security yeah. number Gifts as well. Accepted. That'd be great. Gifts always accepted. Yeah, totally. Well, it's the uh, new year, 2016. This is yeah. uh, episode 283. Wow. Um, this Still year, standing. We have um, great, great sponsors. Um, Orange, which we are so excited about. We want to encourage you, everybody to join us at the Orange Conference yeah. at the yes. end of April. You can go to the orangeconference.com. We have Azusa Pacific University, YM360, and Leader Treks, which have been our sponsors from, from day one. Yeah. How and cool you are is that? doing that sponsorship thing so well. It's We're, like you really do have yeah. your own do you, radio show, Do you, show, see, this, do you wow. see this equipment? Yeah. Yeah. You see this equipment? This is serious stuff. This You're is our good. This is our second show with good equipment. We've yeah. owned the show for about, or we've owned the equipment for about four months. Yeah. And it's oh, sat really? in a cardboard box right boxes. there. Yes. Do you know the story that I asked no, Elliot? tell me more. Uh, okay, Elliot, who's our who nephew. Who is my nephew? Yeah, is your Sorry, brother's mine. son. Uh, yeah, my brother's son. <laughs> um, Hi, Elliot. At Thanksgiving, I was talking to him about his podcast, yes. which is called The Hopefuls. And you can listen to his podcast on soundcloud.com. Great. I and, need to do that. And, iTunes? Um, no, iTunes, yeah. No, just SoundCloud. No, okay. I can't afford it. I get it. It's expensive. And so I said, hey, I hear you're doing a podcast. We've got great equipment that none of us know how to use. Why don't you produce the <laughs> so podcast So literally for sitting in a box for four months until no. you talk to Elliot. We're it trading. Was, yeah. We're trading resources. This yeah. is what youth workers awesome. do. We're using his skills for this rich audio that you're experiencing right now. And Elliot's for... only lived in California for like six months. And so this roll. is like all great timing, you guys. It's, all great it's timing. like, I'm See sure that? he was praying things. for podcast equipment because the Lord answers his prayers. He's yeah. somehow awesome. close related, to God right now. Related to you. Well done. <laughs> Elliot, are there many, any times in your growing up years that you wish you grew up with, um, Kathy is your parent and not Brad is your dad. <laughs> Did you ever feel like you got ripped off with the wrong Guiso sibling? Well, I'd have to put up with you too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. He would have to put up with you, you also. I love it. Shots fired. Oh, yeah. only two shows in. He got his name. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a mic, so no one heard what he said, but yeah, wow. Yeah. But hurtful. wow. Hurtful. <laughs> um, we actually might, we might call Matt McGill on this show. Okay. He's out oh. with his child right now, but we have a question that... Oh, I feel like he needs to weigh in on, oh, but wow. we'll we'll see. He's going to text Funny me if he's available. I'm so excited. Um, the first question is from Ronnie Hayes, Owasso, Oklahoma. Owasso, Oklahoma. Um, Doug, Katie, Josh, and Matt. And Kathy. And So it shows how long he's been keeping yeah. up on it. And this one's been in the in the hopper for a while. No, it yeah. hasn't been in the hopper. It's, it was in the box with our audio equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wishful thinking. This, sh- this question's only about four weeks old. Anyway, okay. it says, um, and you can send your questions to webshow at downloadyouthministry.com. That's webshow at downloadyouthministry.com. <laughs> the webshow that's sponsored by Orange. 
uh, as our primary sponsor. This is so weird, he starts. Uh, about six years ago, my 10-year-old, my 10-year run as full-time youth pastor ended. I am a double zero listener and was always so encouraged by your words and laughter. Honestly, I felt like I had been in a healing therapy session by the wow. end of each Aww. podcast. See, wow, soothing. and Babe, that was with Matt here. You think we're just goofing <laughs> around? We're bringing people yeah. healing, soothing, hope, therapy. Well, our last show, we talked about basically we've saved lives over the years. Yeah. Wow. yeah what, don't, totally. what doesn't this? Wow. We've helped families in NICU units. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We've restored broken homes. Yeah. And we've won wow. one award. Several years ago, before Katie was really before Katie, yeah. Yeah. When he says we, it's really more the the two of us have went away back when we were the only podcast on. Um, For some reason, I thought you guys moved on and were no longer podcasting. Anyway, I just rediscovered the DYM podcast, and I'm so thankful. I'm on podcast 221, so he's 62 podcasts behind. Matt's probably still and listen to about five per week. I feel like I'm in a time travel movie because the healing teammates i currently listen to are in reality about two years ahead of me truth is you guys are timeless and a valuable part of my life i promise thank you for keeping the podcast slash web show going on even if i was an idiot for not paying attention to the switch since i'm listening in order i'll be caught up in time in about two months p.s if matt is still around tell him sorry you got canned (laughs) pss ministering to youth is my life as i am following my dream of building a youth camp thanks for your prayers ronnie ronnie hayes camp courage usa owasa oklahoma very cool that was nice yep that's a great Wow. Email. Hey, Kathy, you're... you kind of came on and said you wanted to ask a couple questions because you're now um, you're doing some youth ministry consulting. I am. And I have Whoa. a question. Elliot, I... is she talking in the mic? OK. 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 Uh. So you can add that to your list of youth ministry consultant. Yes. Yeah, I like it. My bio on uh-huh. my big speaking <laughs> your big uh, paragraph. Yeah. 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 So, Speaker, OK, do you want my author, questions now? Musician. Bus driver. I think that's one of them <laughs> back in there. Yes. Um, do you want my questions now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have two questions. I got one for Josh and I got one for Katie. Who wants the first question? I'll go, Josh. I'll go first. Josh, okay, this is super serious. Okay. It's oh. the one I'm more afraid of. I'm nervous. Okay. I don't know what to wear to a Star Wars premiere. They say I have to dress up. I have to. Oh. That's okay. what they say. Will they really kick me out, Josh? They because will. Because I am not a dressing up kind of girl they okay. are for serious. those that don't know why this is directed uh, at josh um people don't know unzip your not. t-shirt they, well i have, how did you know wow well i well, you're, you're kind you, of I'm always sure. wearing a star yeah, wars it's pretty shirt. safe yeah. bet that I'm yeah. josh has uh has started he's the founder of one of the largest star wars websites in the world called the force.net he's a star wars groupie geek he sure the whole is. Um, so I got, got to meet Harrison up. Ford a couple weeks ago. It was fun. <gasps> you got to yeah, meet Harrison Ford? Oh, we haven't seen each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, are you a Star Wars fan or is it just your husband, Ron? My husband, and then you marry into that sort of oh, yeah. thing. So, so well, you Harrison married Ford into the Comic-Con life, married into the life, thing. and so yeah. I'm a fan. So um, you could help me. Maybe you have a costume uh, <laughs> that's tucked away in the back of the closet, Katie. <laughs> I don't think so. No. No, I don't Not think one so. that you could wear in public here. It's a little private thing I have. Stop. Stop. Okay, so so the short answer there, there's really two options. Yeah, one just, is the going all in, and the one is the doing enough to, do to get into the. No, I'm into like, the wh- event. who's got a robe just I can borrow? Just enough yeah. to get into the event. Um, what I would say is, if you wanted to go all in, you'd be a character called Ayla Sakura. 
Okay. And she her whole body is blue, and <gasps> she has two blue tentacles coming out of her head, and she carries a blue lightsaber. And that would be amazing. <gasps> oh. And all in and probably too far. Is that but, the same as, like, uh, the blue girl in X-Men? Like, uh, blue body paint blue? N- yeah. But she's wearing clothes in oh, Star okay. Wars, so it's a little Oh, okay. Better. That's Not great. And then the other one is... <laughs> Or you could just put your hair up in buns like Princess Leia mm-hmm. and carry a toy gun and you'd be great. Okay. Everyone would and think it's Everybody's so going to do that. And, and wear, wear white. white. Yeah. Wear white. Okay. Uh, it would be the best. Plus, you'd be playing along. It'd be great. Yeah. I would do that if I were I you. feel like I have to do it. Yes. But... Okay. Second okay. question. Okay. Are you ready? You want <laughs> yep. my second question? Okay. This is about youth ministry people, but the Star Wars thing sort of is youth ministry it's too. Important. It's important. Okay. Katie, I am trying to work with a girl who's doing junior high and she is the person on her team who has been assigned to work with the scholarships. So they've got some families asking, having some needs for scholarships. Um, the goal from the, her lead from her boss is to meet with everybody who's asking for scholarships and do the interview that way. Um, how do you do scholarships? Do you meet one-on-one with people? The intention is great to find out where sure. these people's needs so are and stuff aid like for that. Like a camp or something exactly, like that. Exactly for camp. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Totally. Um, I usually I like to talk to families on the phone. Most of the time, I like to connect with people who maybe need assistance because it's an opportunity to pray with them. It's an opportunity to know a little bit deeper of their story. A lot of times, they end up sharing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So I, I think I don't meet with them personally, you know, uh-huh. um, I don't feel like we need to do a face to face. And even so, I know how hard it is to ask for financial assistance. Yeah. So that there's definitely already an That's uncomfortable piece mm-hmm. of the situation for the people who are in need. Um, and so I sometimes I feel like on the phone, you can kind of diffuse that, like, tell me your story. And how are you? And how can I pray for you? And then kind of maybe get to the financial aid piece of tell me what your needs are. And yeah. how can we come alongside of you? And, um, and even when there's times where I can't meet the full need, to, mm-hmm. it helps helps me to give, you know, here's some options. Here's what we can do. You know, it yeah. just gives me a chance to build a relationship with them and work with them. But okay. unless they come to me face to face at the church service or something, I might meet with them on the spot there. Yeah. But um, I do like to talk to them because I think more yeah. than anything, it just gives me layers for their story and how I can, you know, even yeah. check in with them or sometimes there's some dire needs where kids don't even have, there's not even finances to buy team color gear or something like that, where you really can know someone's story, um, of, wow, um, maybe we can come alongside of you in some of these other ways too, or they don't have a Bible or, you know, some of those other things that we require. So I like the conversation on the phone. Can I add a follow-up question to that? What would be the most that you scholarship someone? Would it be the full amount? Would you pay the full ride to camp or whatever? Or what would be like the, like 10%, 50%? I think it's case by case. I don't think I ever decide that before I go into a conversation. I know what our resources are, so I know what we have to offer. So I want to be a good steward of our resources for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's definitely a starting point. At the same time, I've, there's been times where I've made decisions on faith, you know, with those resources and, but then I've seen God provide too. So there's times where I stretch that, you know, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I determine right away 
no matter what, it's just going to be half off because for some families that we deal with, that's, that's not even a reasonable thing for them. So what I do love to do is a student who gets financial aid, uh, invite them to serve leading up to the event. So we'll invite those kids to serve and help us get ready for stuff. And usually parents and kids are more than willing to give their time, you know, or to do things in order to come alongside that process. That's Sometimes money is just the roadblock, but they've got time to give, they can volunteer, they can do things. So I think the kids need to be part of the process with financial aid. Mm-hmm. In some way, shape, or form. Well, I like the idea of them even like you or you capturing the story. And maybe you have to generalize it or take out some names or the specific family or whatever, but then pass it on to the person or people that gave if they gave what, you know, and you know who that is. I think that's a fun way of connecting them Absolutely. or even write a thank you card. You know, the student who gets the scholarship writes a note to say, I had the best time at winter camp. Thank you so much. God's blessing on you. We could have never gone. And, you know, and when the giver receives that, that is the richest reward of all, too. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. We have um, scholarships stuff. to download youth ministry. Yeah. And the we have a businessman who loves giving. And we people who, you know, we don't can't meet everyone's request. Yeah. But we give a significant amount every month through this guy. And we just ask, would you please write a thank you? Mm, and the great. thank yous are oh, amazing. And they're passed on to this business person and his family. And that's his joy. He wants to be anonymous. He loves to give. He loves to help youth workers, but we feel like they can thank him. Absolutely. You know, and that's a great yeah. thing. I also think there's and a percentage. they're excited to do so. Oh, yeah. I would think. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Without exception. And, and there's, there's some, I am always, I'm not the guy that likes to give 100% of a scholarship to a teenager for camp or whatever. I think yep. there needs to be some skin in the game. Yep. And that's part of the discernment process for this person that you're working with that mm-hmm. help them to discern what the skin in the game is. Um, but I also, you know, my philosophy is let's don't keep money from keeping a kid from having a great experience. Right. Somebody right. is willing in the congregation to help send that kid to camp or you know, that's becomes, then it's my job to find out who those people are who will, yeah, who connect will help those out. dots. Sure. Yeah. 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 Love it. Well, I love the heart behind it. The lead junior high pastor wants everybody who's applied to have some amount of aid to be able to get some amount of aid. Yeah. And he wants to try and help meet needs beyond just here's 50 bucks to go to camp. Bye bye. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> but the girl who has to do it, she's like, Oh my gosh, she's fresh out of yes. college. She's super sure. nervous. She's like, yeah. how am I going to talk to 40-year-olds who are yeah. struggling financially? But so, you know, one of the things a... that you might do is why don't you say, hey, let's make a couple calls together. Exactly. And you yeah. call, you make the first call yeah. or the second call and kind of coach her on how you would how you would do that and let her listen to a pro and go. Yeah, yeah. that was It's my a plan. really interesting Good. thing to be in the mix with people on is money, obviously. Yeah. Because um, there have been people who I've been in conversation with them who are upset that I'm not giving them more, mm. you know, and so there are there are times in that process where there can be tension points, you know, because yeah. people are emotional when, you know, obviously if you can't provide something that your kids want or, so, you know, it's an emotional process as a parent. So even helping her understand that the parent perspective um, mm-hmm. what, how brave you are, have to be to ask, make this ask, you know, giving her some of the emotions as a parent behind that. Cause I right. think that really helps me. And that's why I start with, tell me your story. Tell me about your kids. Tell me about your family. Cause that just kind of diffuses some of that. We're only talking about money. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. 
That's great. That is That's great. great. Thank you. All right. This is a question from Amy Norton. Amy says, uh, Doug and Kathy. What? I know. How convenient. Hey, I listened to your web show about spouses in youth ministry. I'm uncertain about writing this email. I'm writing about my current personal experience and have found that I've used it as an excuse for pity or reasons to question my marriage. I want to preface this question with my husband does what he can to support and I re- and respect what I do. And I do my best to not put that much on him being able to help out with the ministry, but where he has found resources about walking, uh, but where he has found resources about walking through our situation, I have not found such resources. Resources. I'm currently the youth pastor at my church in Vancouver, Washington. I've been hired full-time for a year, but I've worked with teens for about 10 years in different settings. I'm writing to ask if you have any resources or advice for a person in ministry whose spouse doesn't believe in God. My husband grew up in the church and was a Christian when we married, but over the last several years, he has thought and wrestled with the church and the idea of God. And over that time, he decided God isn't real, basically. This has been a challenge on many levels. Not many people in the church know outside of staff, and he will come to church on Sunday mornings. And and he will come to church on Sunday mornings. So there is an assumption that he is. The staff is extremely supportive of me at the church, not to continue on too much, but I am wondering if you know of a resource for myself or him possibly that would help us walk through this process of ministry where there is this difference in thought and belief. Wow. wow. That's a big one. Yeah. Until I'm glad it was directed at you guys. Oh, I'm, my goodness. I'm out of here. Well, until she said he doesn't <laughs> believe anymore, I thought maybe it was mistitled. Maybe it's supposed to be Doug and Katie, a female youth worker, and yeah. they wanted a different perspective. How does my Well, a lot of people, that's out? fair because a lot of people do just want to hear from Katie and I. <laughs> um, yeah. That's why the only reason I'm even still here. I'm just listening to you guys. <laughs> well, your eye candy. candy for the video, too. <laughs> exactly. CrossFit. So, super short answer, no, I don't know of a resource for that situation. Um, I do know that there are resources for Christians who are not married to believers. Mm -hmm. So I know that those exist, but I don't know about being in ministry. Yeah, uh, Lee Strobel's wife, Leslie. Didn't Leslie write a book? I think Leslie Strobel wrote a book. Did on she? Is she a Christian? Like, yeah. <laughs> is that is she a Christian? When, when Lee was not? Yes. Before he... Yeah. So it was something, wow. something to the effect like I married, I married a non-Christian. Or something. I think there's a couple, of, yeah. at least, hmm. of those kind of books. Do you think it disqualifies her from ministry? No. Her, how, her oh, husband gosh, not no. being... Yeah, because I think that would be one of the questions that I would deep down Wrestle go, ah, mm-hmm. am I disqualified because of this? And maybe starting with thinking, starting with the marriage piece, it feels like there's so much to wrestle. So maybe even not thinking about the ministry piece yet, but think about the marriage piece first and be what it being married to someone who's not a believer. And then so true how you're going to work that out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's just so, there's so many big things in that. Yeah. Hmm. He's not hiding the fact. I mean, are they are they hiding the fact that he's not a follower of Jesus? Like, is that well, it feels like a knows. few people know and they're supportive. That's great. I mean, yeah. And they're letting it sit. It sounds like with yeah. the people in the church sure. and that, you know, oh, they assume because he goes to church, he's still sure. a Christ follower. But 
which I think is totally fine. I don't think yeah. you need to make an announcement to your attention congregation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't believe anymore. No, yeah. I don't think you need to do that. Well, I think I think what we would say the big picture principle is you put your marriage before your ministry. Mm-hmm. So Always, you know, in any situation. Yep. And so, um, you know, you know, put your marriage before Jesus, put, put your marriage before your ministry. So in that, in that sense to her, the advice would be put your marriage before your ministry. It doesn't mean you don't work in your ministry, but, you know, he, you know, make sure that you're married to him, not to your ministry, that he knows that he's got your heart, he's got your attention, he's got your time. And I think in, in a situation like that, you, you love him back into the arms of Jesus, knowing yes. that the timing of that is not going to be at your timing, mm-hmm. but um, you do you're doing the possible with faith that God does the impossible, and you know at some point Every He day. had belief, and you know my husband grew up in the church and was a Christian when we married, so you know the journey continues. He's just probably more vocal about his doubts where most people hide their doubts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, but it said he did some seeking and found that. Yeah, there he was made no the God. choice not yeah. to believe anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a tough I one, wish Amy. That situation on That's a tough one. I'm sorry. Ministry I, is heavy. Marriage is difficult, and then we throw that into the mix. That's yeah. challenging. Yeah. Well, you and maybe what? if some of you that are listening, you have a perspective on that. <laughs> that I'd like, like to weigh in yeah, on and give, I was give some say, thoughts. I know a woman, Send it to web show wants, at downloadyouthministry.com. If Amy wants to message me, I do have a good friend who. She's not a youth pastor, but she's a Bible study teacher of like a one of those big community Bible study things. And um, her husband supports her, but he's not a believer. And yeah. so if... Uh, Why don't you just write cool. it? There's her email. Let's just give out Kathy's phone number. We'll just put it on the screen yep. right just now. Just text me, everybody. <laughs> just shoot her quick text. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I could ask you pass that name along. Yeah. I think you know that family too. Mm. Why don't you take that? I will. Got it. That's gotcha, Amy. really cool. All right. That's nice. Oh, that's wow. Really I like that. Yeah. Wow. It's, if you, you know what, we'd have a good web show if the three of us did that kind of stuff. I agree. Yeah. We would. We would. <laughs> Talking That's why to this Katie. isn't a real good web show, but we got good sound. We finally. got it's rich audio. Show. Yeah, it is. It is a good one. Yep. It's a good one. Thank yeah. you, Elliot, for the got good audio right there. That was nice. How about something fun and crazy? Here we go. Josh is uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> now. Star Wars costume. Yeah. So anyhow, <laughs> you could be a Wookiee. That'd be funny. Just flip your hair over in front of your face. All right, here we go. This person, don't read my name. First of all, I appreciate that um, uh, you have a question and answer on your podcast. I'm a youth pastor in Pueblo, Colorado, a church called in the past 11 years. Wait, please don't use my name, but that's a lot of detail. Um, In the past 11 years, the church has not grown past 30 to 35 students. Then it wasn't so bad then, but now we have around 1,600 people. I've been serving in this position for two years. In the past couple of months, we've had some things happen, and now we took a hit to around 15 students a week. At a meeting with my pastor yesterday, and it basically came to things need to change or they will let me go. I've been trying all that I know how to do, but I'm not sure what to do from here. I contact students. I attend life events and games. I go to two schools 
weekly and do some other programs. I've spent a lot of time agonizing in prayer over this, but no matter the effect, we can't get past this point. On Wednesdays, we have been doing our best to create an atmosphere of excitement that is welcoming, but it's kind of hard to do that when there's so few because they see it and they don't get excited. I've read a lot of your stuff and even used some of your curriculum. To be honest, I would have to say that my strength is teaching and relationships, but I don't know if I'm a good leader. I push myself to really grow and be better. My goal is to only glorify God and see students give their lives to Jesus. I love youth ministry. It's a blessing to me. I believe I'm called. I'm just so frustrated right now. I just thought that maybe the Holy Spirit might give you some words or direction to share with me. I fully understand you're busy, and even if you never get the chance to read this, it's just great uh, to get this out. So thank you. Wow. I here's my I'll weigh in and then you guys I don't think everybody has the chops to be the primary leader like I would take this this person on my youth ministry team in a heartbeat I love what he's doing Um, but maybe if there is a history of this um, and we don't know if there's a history of it I'm going he'd be a great leader but I think he got fired from two of the spots. I can't remember the whole backstory, but ever since he's come here as a volunteer, he's been unbelievable. Yeah. We celebrated him on Sunday, 17 years, 1999. Wow. Okay. Through you, through all the way through, he's still going strong. Yeah. But his beginning years, he struggled, you know, out of college, thought he wanted to be a youth pastor and he struggled in that, in that position, but he's been a great volunteer. And so not everybody who thinks they're a leader is really a leader. It's we, we've joked before that people think they have the gift of teaching until they get in front of a bunch of students who don't have the gift of listening. And maybe they don't have the gift of teaching. And I, you know, I think leadership, there's a, there's a gift to that. And he may not have that. And I think that's a very difficult time but in all of us, we all think we are gifted in some areas, and then we kind of come up to a wall and go, hmm, maybe that self-assessment was was wrong. And I'm not saying that is you, but when I read that, I thought, eh, at least it you know provide a starting starting place for us. What do you guys think? Yeah. I'll throw out a couple ideas. One, I would say you're doing a lot of the right things. Like those are some of the trite answers that we would say. Do this, try this, do this. So I'll I'll throw out a couple of things that maybe Well, let, let me when you say trite, that feels demeaning a little bit. I okay. I would say those are some of the predictable. Common, yeah, yeah. Common yeah. predictable. Because yeah. trite, they're not light going on campus, no, going I events. Agree. Yeah. Those aren't those aren't minor. Um, I would say two things I would do. One, I would take the teaching load off of myself right away and invest relationally. So I would get video curriculum immediately and put that in front of the students and take all of my octane and pour into relationships. I think that's the key to healthy youth ministry. And so I would go there. And secondly, um, I didn't hear a ton about volunteers. And I think if you are trying to do this alone and you only have a certain set of gifts or you only have a certain amount of time in the day, they're your one person. And so get the best people you can around you. And obviously as quickly as possible, because the time, the clock is ticking in this case, um, surround yourself with great people, build a great team. And there, an army of you is going to be so much stronger than just you. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like in the, and I know it's one email that we're reading. It sounds like it's a one man army trying to solve this thing. And I would say, boy, if there was five or 12 great leaders around you, things would be different. 
yeah, different gifts, thinking. different skills, different team, different camaraderie, more hope. Even the leadership that would see you surrounded by five or six youth workers that you're training and pouring into and building, they would see the future of that. Where if it's you grinding and there's eight eight kids there, that's not a hope filled vision for the deacon board. So anyhow, go. That's good. No, I was. I mean, I think I thought the same thing along those lines of just you know if you have. 10 of you going to different campuses, you know, I, you, you probably as the leader shouldn't be doing all of this stuff. You mm. know, this is, um, you know, multiplying ourselves is the way that we multiply the kingdom, you know? And so tweet I it, only have the capacity to disciple minister to a few. And so I have to be committed to multiplying myself in order to, to see growth happen and not to see numbers grow, but to see lives, you know, changed and coming to know Jesus. And so, you, you know, Josh and I spend the majority of our time, you spent the majority of your time developing people to go to campuses and run programs and do some of these kinds of things. And so I think that's just a big piece is really that mindset shift of how do I multiply myself, you know, and how do I build people to, to, to build yeah. kingdom. Good. Good. You got anything on that? I agree with all that. <laughs> that way. <laughs> but- Amen. We have to admit that feeling of the clock ticking oh. that oh, is just pit and in your grow stomach. This. Well, and having oh. people over wow. your shoulder and you f- are feeling like nothing you're doing is, you know, you have to know that everything you're doing, God is using, yes. you know, mm-hmm. in the lives of those particular kids. So, you know, don't lose sight of what God is doing, yeah. you know, and Take make heart. sure that you're, you know, focusing on the great stuff that he's doing. It doesn't feel good to have someone looking over your shoulder ever. So, yeah. It's tough. You're, you're right. Um, just remind you that our sponsors are Orange. <laughs> That's the orangeconference.com. Join us at the end of great April. Great segue. Um, <laughs> great, great things going on in the Orange and One. also in Youth Ministry 360, yeah. Leader Tracks. We don't have their books to hold up, and I know that's going to make Angie but Franklin mad. We have all mad. this back here. I know. She likes it when we hold yeah. up her books. Oh, sorry. And Youth Ministry 360, they wanted their logo a little higher. It's been on the bottom for a long time. Yeah. Oh. And then they were saying that uh, some of our bodies were blocking the logo. Oh. I don't want to point fingers, but it was kind of hurtful and I'm still <laughs> upset about it. Yeah. And so we moved YM360 for this show to the top to give them a little One extra. One of these days we're going yeah. to get a studio. Talk, yeah. to, talk to our um, our business associate who's letting us do or download yeah. youth ministry in his offices and he said probably not till mid-March. Uh, okay. Uh, Remember when the studio was our garage? Yeah. yeah. Those are good old days, guys. I feel like we're, youth we're youth moving garage. in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Garage I, I still garage have those chalkboards hanging audio. in my garage. Those chalkboards <laughs> are still there. I actually thought the other day that we should move back to the garage so we can mm. keep this really nice equipment up. That's not a bad idea. It's right. Well, there's no room. Mm, you oh. see the garage. Cold. You know. <laughs> it was so cold. Yeah, that's true. And it's cold How right is your now garage here. these days, Kathy? Is it... Come on over and take anything you want, Josh. <laughs> anything you want. You won't Kathy know. and I, on you a scale of one to ten, we have about a ten marriage. I think we've got as good a marriage as anybody. But when you bring up the garage, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you um, welcome Josh. to the Youth Ministry Garage Therapy Show. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow the garage is all my fault. <laughs> I'm not exactly totally. sure why. It is. It's just the husband's job, I think. Right? My dad yeah. always cleaned the garage. Yeah, yeah. that's what I my dad like did too. Our garage yeah. is out of a control. good dad would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you have a garage, Josh. Who cleans your garage? I cleaned it this week, and so I have this brief moment of happiness you that could my clean garage it is in clean. A week. 
that well, could not he, happen. Here's what he did. <laughs> See, this he is cleaned true. the garage. He took the download youth ministry stuff that was has been in our garage for years. Yeah. He had it in his garage for like four months. He now dropped it in my <laughs> office. So now it's sitting in my office. What is that stuff that you're talking like about? Like a conference backdrop and some banners that pop up and brochures oh. that we hand out to people at an event. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. He was like a total servant for a month. Oh, I can, I can put hey. it in my garage. And now yeah, it's it was, in your office? Now it's in my office. I also brought him home garage. from Louisville. Give me some, give me some credit. Come like, on. It's out of here. She did. She's like, we're doing she some fun stuff up. for Christmas. You got to get it out of the garage. I was like, okay, we need room in the garage. So, we're doing some fun yeah. stuff for Christmas also. Yeah, thanks, Someone's Josh, getting, for bringing that up. If my nephew no, was really cool, <laughs> he'd volunteer to. Yeah, you'd get great audio and a clean garage out of the deal. Oh, <laughs> you need a recording studio, LA? Because you could you could put oh, one in my garage. You'd yeah. have to clean it first, though. He can't hear. He's listening to the show. Listening to a correspondent exactly. outside he's the actually, studio. He's actually on his computer playing a game. I had a question. What is the Hopefuls podcast about? That was such a just a thrown out thing. No, what is it about? Is it what he does is he interviews people who he sees potential in that have not have not fully succeeded oh, yet, wow. but they're kind of on their way to get the learnings of the journey that they're on. It's good. That's a so great it's like idea. Shark cool. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. cool. No, it's not, not really. Like shark. Is no. It? no. Those no. are like potential hopefuls, but you know, they're yeah. not yeah. turning plans. Yeah. Anyway, so I see the see yeah. correlation. <laughs> I do see it. All right, Katie. here's uh last last question. Here we go. Please don't read my name. I recently had a situation where one of my small group leaders allowed his girlfriend from out of town to stay with him for a week at his house while she was in town. Uh, Bad judgment. Is anybody else? We've we've only been on these mics for two shows. And does anybody else want to just mouth them at all or is it just mm-hmm. me to the shot can you initial this one yeah i, I know <laughs> that's what i was thinking Katie. She did, she I don't do that next time i'm gonna initial, I'm initial. Oh, okay. oh we don't want a vocal oh, clip vocal clip ladies and gentlemen i was just scolded by my nephew that i'm gonna start vocal clipping you gotta we'll go clean the garage now bro later. hope you're happy yeah. <laughs> no i've already been clipped oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just said a quick prayer I just said a quick word for a podcast. Yeah. Hey, remember when you edit the show every 12 minutes? Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> hey, vocal clipping. I'm just saying. I've been nope. clipped. So, that's, so that's anyhow. Um, yeah, so your marriage is in shambles over the garage. Keep going. <laughs> right. So um, this couple who apparently he's not clipped. Um, the small group leader confided in my lead pastor and a parent of one of my students. While he was confiding in the parent, the parent asked him what our pastor would think about it. The leader then told her that the pastor was already aware of what happened. The parent came to me with genuine concern about the situation and me allowing the leader to continue to be a leader after knowing of the situation. She assumed that since our pastor knew... And that she knew that I was in the loop. Unfortunately, I wasn't. When I approached my senior pastor to address the issue, he brushed it off like it wasn't a big deal and that he didn't, and that's why he didn't come to me. Am I out of line for expecting him to inform me if one of my leaders isn't living up to the standard I expect of my small group leaders? My pastor supported me in placing this leader on probation, but it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth that I had to find out from a parent. The parent is deeply bothered that our pastor wouldn't come to me with this issue. Any suggestions on how to deal with this issue? I wouldn't freak out without a history. 
if this is a one-time thing, senior pastor's got a lot on his or her plate. That's what I'm thinking. It, this it is probably the passing comment. I no, think yeah. this is excusable. In fact, I would assume that the senior pastor went, thank you for sharing that with me, assuming that the youth worker maybe was already in the loop on it and would, of course, put them on probation for such a poor lack, you know, lack of judgment there. So I would say if this is a pattern, we have something to talk about today. If it's an isolated incident, a one-time thing, cut them some slack. I I don't know. I'd hmm. let it go. In, in relation to the... Senior pastor. To the senior pastor. Yeah. Cut the so senior would, pastor. Yeah. The, senior pastor like, the yeah. volunteer. No, they're on probation. They should be. What yeah. a, that's poor judgment. That's not good at all. But to the senior pastor, the bad taste in your mouth. Ah. You're not assuming they're having sex or sleeping together. It's just the perception. Yeah, appearance. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I, I think the senior pastor would have assumed that you were in charge of your volunteers and you were in the loop and you were pastoring them through this. So why should he have to come in over the top of you? In fact, if he had, you'd probably be very threatened by that. So you can't have it both ways. Not that you're trying. I'm just feeling a little combative all of a sudden. <laughs> wow. Well, and what we don't know, I mean, in our, in the four of us's situations here, most people wouldn't go to our senior pastor Correct. in that situation. Just because of the nature of the beasts that we work at. And, but who knows? That senior pastor and that volunteer could be buddies. They could have a relationship that that was a That's friendly true. situation. We don't know any of that part of it, that this might have been his accountability person. It, there's too much to know to try yeah, and I, cast I a think, shadow on the senior I pastor. I agree. I think if, if, if this was a, a common occurrence that the senior pastor is brushing things under the rug yep. that you think are a big deal. Then you have a conversation with him or her. If, if this is the first time I, I agree, it's probably, yeah, you know, but have an honest conversation early in the process. If this is sure. you know, time three, four, eight, don't let that fester. That's going to drive you apart. Don't let that wound stay open because you're going to end up leaving that church or causing a split or a big riff. You're going to start making assumptions about that senior pastor mm -hmm. that probably aren't true. Maybe some are, you know, but probably not. And I think it's swiftly dealt with when it becomes a, a trend. One time, cut us some slack. Yeah, okay. I think to be careful about being in conversations about your senior pastor with parents or other leaders, because the the end alluded to, you know, you kind of in the conversation with the parent, which I'm assuming. But um, I think just, you know, you deal with your senior pastor and you deal with your volunteer, you know, in conversation. But be really careful about talking about feelings yeah. between you and the senior pastor with other people in the congregation. I just think it's, you know. It just makes things even tougher and adds layers of gossip and things that you don't need yeah. already or added in. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, in the spirit of the new year of having shorter shows, we're done. That was a good we're one. Have shorter shows? Well, we've been saying we're going to have shorter shows probably the last <laughs> six kinda, to ten shows. We've had we're like been shorter. ten minutes each short. Yeah, like twelve. We, to we 10 used to go short. like Great. fifty to sixty yeah. minutes, and now yeah. we're thirty to forty. We want to honor Great. your time, Kathy. We're very thankful yeah. that you're on the show today. Thank you. Awesome. Yes, thank you for being I gotta here. Got to go home, figure out my costume. Do it. Okay, can I can I tell you that I asked Kathy? I said, you know, Jason's not going to be there. Do you want to sit in the show? And she's like, sure. And I said, okay, I'm hearing your voice. I said, on a scale of one to 10, how much don't you want to do it? Mm, and she dangerous. said, a seven. 
<laughs> that's a no. A Christmas seven is, is a around no. the corner. Seven's Today is our no. daughter's Christmas birthday. Christmas has been around the corner. We're in the new a year no. now. Seven's a no. Oh, but oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know where we are in my world. Christmas I think that year. Christmas is a couple days away in my world, and we have a lot of you kids now. You live in the past, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Oh, is this time warp? Is there a character that's in a time warp in Star Wars? No, there's oh. not. I mean, Harrison okay. Ford got old in the new movie, mm. but other than that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is, it weird if, is it weird Thanks. if I dress as Leonard Nimoy? That would be hilarious. That would be pretty funny. If you went in to laugh, if you went in to a Star Wars my day is done. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought for sure. Wait, is this not a thing here? What's happening? Nanu Prosper, everybody. I'm going to see James Bond movie. I love it. Nanu All right, everybody. Those of you who are Download Youth Ministry members, you know we love you the most. You're our favorites. And anybody else, we love you the second most. That's it's like that with all children. And Elliot, yeah. your parents love you more well, than your sister. Elliot, were you first? Oh, first born. Yeah, first born. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, he's actually very cool. Okay, <laughs> you guys, let's go. All right, audio <laughs> signing Bye. off. Send your questions Bye-bye. into Elliot. Show at downloadyouthmystery.com. Thanks again to our sponsors, Orange, APU, Leader Tracks, Leader Tracks, and 360. 360. Bye. Right.